Hello everyone, my name is Rick, Rick Hambrugen from Neo Technology, and here I am uh, again recording a, a great podcast episode with uh, Ben Nussbaum from uh, Atom Rain. Hi Ben. Hey Rick, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's a, it's a long distance call, it's late in the evening for me and it's about lunchtime for you I think. You're in uh, near Los Angeles, right? That's right, in Santa Monica. All right, very cool. Well, um, Ben, I mean, I know you've been active in the, in the Neo4j community for quite some time, uh, but maybe some people don't know you yet, so why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Ben Nussbaum. I've been building enterprise software for nearly 20 years, really focusing on the architecture of globally distributed systems, and in the last four years, working extensively with Neo4j um, to basically make that safe enterprise choice and really establish it in the solutions that we're delivering and seeing just a lot of excitement around connected data and the possibility of what it can do. Yeah, and, and you, you guys have been working for companies in the, in the, on the West Coast or international companies or you know, what kinds of companies have you guys been working for? Uh, some of both. I mean, we, we end up working with a lot of media companies because they're they're here in Los Angeles, um, but those have global reach. I mean, we worked with um, Sony Pictures Television out of the UK, um, kind of through their branch here of Sony Pictures Entertainment in Culver City. So it was kind of a you know dual working relationship across the US and into the UK. <laughs> Yeah, very cool. And I know that you guys have been uh, doing quite a bit of work on the, the scalability operations, those types of things, right? And that's that's where uh, Graph Grid came in. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah, that's right. So as Adam Rain, um, you know, we saw, saw a need through our consulting, especially around Neo4j, for a lot of just foundational data tooling to enable enterprises to easily adopt and integrate Neo4j into their existing architecture. Um, because when you deal with an enterprise of a scale like a Toyota or a Sony, there's just a tremendous amount of existing systems already there. And so you're not really starting with a blank slate and bringing in a new technology like Neo4j, which can provide tremendous benefits, also has a lot of integration challenges. And I think that's where we saw the need for a platform like GraphGrid to enable these companies to very quickly get up and running with Neo4j, get it connected to their existing systems, bring data into it, and start connecting their real-time applications to the graph to be able to take advantage of the connected data. Well, I know I can tell you, you know, I've been uh, working on Neo4j projects for about four years myself as well, and I can completely relate to that. It's a, it's a very common uh, problem for big enterprises, so I can totally understand that. So how did you get into Neo4j, Ben? Uh, uh, you know, tell me about that. You know, how did you guys uh, got, got connected? Yeah, so a little over four years ago, we were working on a project called AdCloud, which is basically responsible for delivering, you know, 30-second video advertising spots uh, for playoff playout during uh, television shows. And when there's there's a lot of different players involved in bringing one of those commercials together, um, the number of vendors and who has sign off on what and all of the different assets and managing all of that, that workflow to bring that final spot out takes a tremendous amount of complexity in just the roles, the permissions, who needs to sign off what, when, where, who's next in the chain, and all of that. And so we were just running up against a lot of barriers with MySQL. And with Neo4j, 
you know, identity and access management in this scenario was more of a function of your role in that group rather than your position in a company uh, at the time. And so there was just, it gave us the flexibility to represent the real world connections of the people, the vendors, the assets, and kind of all of that complex network of highly connected data very effectively and solve the challenge. And kind of after, yes? Oh, was, it, was it primarily around the identity and access management piece then, or uh, were there yeah. other pieces to it? Yeah, the first one was primarily around the identity and access management and con- managing the workflow and the permission and the sign-off. Okay, well, there's, there's plenty of other customers that do that, right? I mean, next week at Graph Connect or in two weeks from at Graph Connect, we've got the Royal Bank of Scotland uh, talking about it, and, and that's what they use it for as well, for example. So, uh, cool, very cool that you guys use it for them. And how did you sort of fell in fall in love from there? You know, how did it start? <laughs> it started with one project, and you know, it 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 sort of took on a life of its own. Huh? Yeah, really. After that, we just started seeing all of the problems that we tried to solve in the past and the problems that we were being presented with to solve in the future were really graph problems, you know, where the relationships for how things were connected needed to be treated as first-class citizens within the database. Because, you know, Neo4j allows you to represent real-world connections and the context of those relationships very well. And so I think that's why we've gravitated towards it as our database of choice, you know, and especially the fact that it's ACID compliant and fully transactional and it can be your source of truth database, like that's tremendous um, for being a real alternative to a relational database. Yeah. Um, that's, that's very cool. I mean, it's, uh, you know, once, you, once you've seen the light, you know, you start seeing these graphs everywhere, right? <laughs> I've seen that so many times as well. It's, uh, it's really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so so um, where do you where do you see this going, Ben? You know, where where do you uh, what does the future hold for both for you for you guys as Atom Rain and GraphGrid, and maybe also for the the industry? You know, how do you look at that? So I'm I'm really excited about the future. I think we're going to continue to push GraphGrid and make it able to serve the enterprise. You know, with their connected data solutions, help them leverage Neo4j effectively at global scale. I think with the industry, you know, the thing that's always excited us about Neo4j and the reason we've backed Neo4j as our graph database of choice is because you guys have focused on reliability first and foremost. You guarantee referential integrity. And when you're dealing with big data and trying to get it connected, the not having to worry about if your data is consistent and if it's reliable and knowing that two nodes always agree on the relationship between them just takes a huge load off because that, you know, not having that guarantee can just be a pain when you're dealing with, you know, hundreds of millions or billions of nodes. Well, it's actually, you know, if you, especially in the graph model, I think, you know, that that consistency is, is is super important because you know if you if you miss out on the consistency in the graph model, then you're basically corrupting the entire system before you know it, right? It's a it's a, it's a really important characteristic, especially for the graph model. I think that's right. The graph model is a paradigm shift. It's not just you know another relational store or a NoSQL store where you can just have anybody writing data into it. And so I think the fact that 
the solution, you know, as a native graph database, Neo4j is sensitive to that and considers that as the single most important thing. The petascale graph vision that I've heard Jim Weber discuss at Graph Connect keynotes will come. <laughs> like we will, we will get to that. And when that day happens, you know, Neo4j will be by far the best solution out there. Oh man. <laughs> that's that's the best summary ever, you know, <laughs> on that bombshell. <laughs> that's that's uh, so great. No, I mean, I think it's uh, it's super great that companies like yourselves are are you know sort of complementing the product ecosystem that we are uh, establishing, and you know, we need you guys, and you you guys need us, and you know, it's a great way to work together, and really appreciate this this kind of partnership. Um, so, uh, looking forward to uh, lots lots of other things as well. Absolutely. Are you guys coming to Graph Connect by any chance? Yeah, we'll be there. We're one of the sponsors, so we look forward to seeing you and everybody else there. I'm looking forward as well. It's uh, 10 days, uh, or well, a little over 10 days to, uh, to go, and we'll have a big, big crowd there, so it's going to be great. All right, Ben, I will, will uh, wrap up the podcast here. Thank you for uh, for coming online. Really appreciate it. I also appreciate your friends in the in the trees um, <laughs> <laughs> to have joined us as well, because that's always very kind as well. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in two weeks. Sounds great. Thanks, Rick. Talk to Thank you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.